0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It's me, Sean Green, and this is Halfway, okay? Oh, all right. Okay. We're coming at you here, everybody. Um, this is We're going to get into the meat of the episode in a little bit. Uh, but first, before any more time goes on, I should probably say that uh, I have somebody here with me. His name is Danny Fast pause. Maybe you've Heard
1: of him? Danny, how are you? It is I. Why do you always do that? Like, you act like you're alone at the beginning. I don't know. It's a psych out thing. It's funny. You've only been alone on one episode, and iTunes told you and they would never allow you to quit <laughs> anymore. You're just yourself Well, there.
0: people have said, people didn't like the first episode. People said, uh, you know, people said some really rude things about it. Did they really? One person said something that, like, I guess was just him being honest, but it hurt my feelings, now I can't let it go. So, yeah. like,
1: uh, this, this is garbage, and I hate you.
0: <laughs> no, he said. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, um, you should probably have some guests. So you were kind of spiraling, and I'm like, that's oh. what—that's your role on the show. I kind of—I mean, I wasn't—I wasn't not steering into that. I wanted it to be me screaming into the void, and when I scream into the void, I sound like a neurotic shit.
1: Solo podcasts are very hard. Like, it, I think it depends on your subject. Like, if you were just reading ghost stories, yeah, it would be fine.
0: Yeah, like that lore guy, Aaron Minky. Aaron, okay. Aaron Primeape, hello, folks. Coming at you with uh, all the gags here today. Who's on that? Uh, so what we're telling you is that this show moving forward will just be ghost stories read by Sean alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't like to read. Um, as our last episode, we I'm not a good reader. Um, yeah, d- oh, just to let you know, this is uh, uh, entering tease. Um, we are going to be discussing at length the feud that was uh, that I was forced to start with the Better Bronson Pinchout fan club on Facebook. Um, if you're not hip to it, uh, I'll give you a quick recap. Essentially, um, I love Perfect Strangers; it's my favorite sitcom of all time. And these ruffians and uh, and Ne'er Do Wells are on the internet making fun of it. In uh, in very silly ways that um, I blew out of proportion and got really mad about some of it still bothers me and we'll be addressing that later. But um, we've been in in heavy contact with them. We've got some submissions here from them today, audio style. Kind of can't wait to get to it. But You have to listen to the whole episode. There's no way you can just skip ahead. So, we're not telling telling you the timestamp this time, Bronson's. No, no, Bronson's. Oh, and speaking of buckling up, stamps.com. Can you believe all these mailboxes, et cetera? Oh, man, oh, man. I got a blue apron. That was our plan all along. (laughs) This is the money episode. Um, yeah, so I I don't know. I've been kind of obsessed with that, and our our schedule's been a little wackadoo because old Danny here loves his football. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to make it work, as Tim Gunn would say. Tim Gunn, patron saint of wonder and merriment,
1: and decorated marine. Is he really? I don't know. <laughs> He's not. He sounds like it. He's not. Well, oh yeah, I get I get I get why. Um,
0: so, I don't have a whole lot of. What f- is his catchphrase?
1: Um, <clears throat> he. he uh, designers, make it work. Now say Marines instead of designers. Oh. <laughs> I'm worried for you. Seriously, I'm scared for you. Your
0: precision is really lacking. Marines, make it work. Uh-huh. Wow. See? Holy shit. I want to do a spin off of Project Runway, which is Tim Gunn being a drill instructor. We should write the military. A letter. All right. I'll get my uh, typewriter. Isn't that hip to do? We have a typewriter instead of a computer. There we go. Dear like a typewriter. <laughs> Dear Marines and military, Ding. I'm Sean Green. I'm a little boy. Ding. Will you please have Tim gun on your thing? We'll make a Ding. show out of it. Also, send me some stickers. Okay, goodbye. Ding. And then I put on the stamp, .com stamp, mm-hmm. branded.com, and then I send it off to the world. Perfect. Strangers.
1: And we've made the world a lot safer. Yes, you're welcome, America. See i taken away. They look better while doing it. Yes, they should. I love that fucking
0: show. But I'm not gonna get into Proj talk because I know you don't it's like that's like you having football hour while I Proj talk and we both of us aren't communicating at that point. Right? It takes a village. Isn't
1: that something they say?
0: Yep. And it's and it's the happening.
1: hmm <laughs> And it's um <laughs> You'd have to have a sixth sense oh. to miss out on that joke. Wow, that was that was your your
0: humor is unbreakable.
1: Have you ever been in an
0: elevator of hell?
1: Is that what it's called?
0: <laughs> no, but I once threw a lady in a lake. I strangled her.
1: Devil elevator? Devil, devil elevator. elevator. De- <laughs> M night shameless Devil elevator.
0: I like that. I don't, he doesn't impress me, but. I like the village. I, I, you know, I I was spoiled alerted and I got it
1: spoiled. So fucking dumb twist is not like what's good about that movie. Turns
0: out they were in a car the whole
1: time. There's a, like the porcupine man in that robe is why I like it. I've never, I don't even know what that means. Hmm. I'll probably watch it one day. You Um, haven't seen it? No. Oh, no. So
0: it wasn't ruined for you? Yeah, the ending was. I know what the whole, the whole twist is. That's all that guy's good well, for. Why are you
1: being guarded about this? Like people don't know about the village. Oh, I mean, just it's said, in modern day. Because, well, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Spoiler alerts. Oh, it was yeah. So that doesn't make what's happening any less terrifying. Sure, I guess.
0: Remember that episode? I, I haven't seen The Village, but I imagine it's like that episode, of Little House on the Prairie, where. Where you uh, find out it's actually just the 1980s? No, that'd be cool. No, it, it's later it, on in the series, in like after Mary's already blind and doing stuff, and Laura's like still acting kind of kiddish, even though she's like really not a kid anymore, but well, she's still be a pigtail. A yeah, I know, but her and. They like, grow up fast on the prairie. Her and Curly Hair and some of the little wiener are like made some sort of like. Lake monster out of an old taxidermy moose head and a tarp, and like we're scaring people at night with it. And I'm like, this is a little goofy. That sounds awesome. Like it,
1: I, do, it does. If it wasn't little house on the prairie, I'm
0: used to little house
1: on the prairie so being like. What you're saying is only kids should be playing in a dark lake at night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I guess I am. Yeah.
1: Okay. Huh. Huh. Put them kids in the lake. You know what I want?
0: I want to. I want a, I want a big ol' spaghetti. Uh, Does this sound good? No, I don't like spaghetti. I like it. I haven't had spaghetti in a while, and man, I want a spaghetti.
1: Do you, is, that, is, that good? is this good? Is this good content? No, sp- no one likes spaghetti. <laughs> I think they do. People like the things that are on spaghetti. That's why people have okay. to put so much like, shit on it. Listeners, call in if you like spaghetti. Uh, Would you sit and eat just a box of spaghetti?
0: No, not like raw.
1: Uncooked. Oh, so you don't like spaghetti? You got to do different stuff to it and put stuff on it, huh? So if you just cook those spaghetti noodles and make them soft, you're fine with just eating those. If we have like, well, maybe a little bit of butter, or maybe some sauce. Okay, so you would like the butter and the sauce? I like the spaghetti. I like a, delivery system I like for a you.
0: no, I like a spaghetti dish. That's like saying I, you know, what else? What else? What do, you, what do you call spaghetti if it has like meat sauce and a meatball on it? Spaghetti and meatballs. Okay, I like spaghetti
1: and meatballs or spaghetti and meat sauce. It's an inferior bread. With, like, a bread? I'm not saying... There can be, like, a good bread that you can just eat by itself.
0: Sure. I'm not saying I want spaghetti all the time. I'm not saying I want my bones to be made of spaghetti. I'm just saying I'd like a spaghetti dinner right now.
1: Spaghetti's gross. Well, you know what... Official stance of the show,
0: no spaghetti. Uh, Official stance of the the show, spaghetti, please, but not all the time. And just for me, because Danny's a, a, a powder keg about it, so... I
1: I feel very strongly
0: about spaghetti. I know. It's why you're raising your voice. It's very uncomfortable. I'm so so sorry. Well, I mean.
1: So I've been watching Dad of Light on Netflix. What the fuck is that? It's fucking awesome. (laughs) Well, it's only like seven episodes and then like a kind of Is it Ghost Dad? No. It is. uh, Well, originally, uh, when it first was transliterated from Japanese, it was going to be Daddy of Light. But then someone finally told him that, that sounds so, weird as fuck. Oh,
0: hold on, Japanese. So is it an anime? No, yeah. it's a live action half. It. I, I'm sure I is told you like, about this at one point. You did never. I've never heard of Daddy of Light.
1: It's uh, actually based on like a, a real story, but I'm I've never read because it was based on a blog. <laughs> okay. But it was never <laughs> like turned. all the best shows. Yeah. Uh, it was never translated from to English, so I don't know exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm imagining certain elements were like, added in to add more drama. But uh, there was this person, I don't even know if it was a guy or a girl. Based on the show, I'm going to say it was a guy who like uh, kind of had a real estranged uh, relationship with his father. Okay. So he, uh, and when he was young, him and his father used to play video games together. So to try to kind of like bridge things back, bridge the relationship with his father and kind of get to know him again. He bought his father a copy of final fantasy 14 what the, in the, in the show both in real life. And then this is what the show is based on. Oh, and oh. then, okay. He wasn't like, Oh, you know, this is the, this is the server I play on. We'll play together. He met his father in the game and didn't tell him it was him.
0: Oh, Wh- wouldn't, what, what, okay, hold on. So Final Fantasy XIV, listeners, if you don't know, it's the they know. massive multiplayer role-playing game. Like Worlds of Warcraft, but Final Fantasy style.
1: If they're listening to and, podcasts, then they're playing like five MMOs at the same time. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> you
0: guys fucking like Silk Road? Rules. Um, the,
1: so, I guarantee uh, Ethan... Yeah. <laughs> is fucking jamming out on some StarCraft while I listen he, to this right now. He does actively play
0: World of Warcraft. So yes. Oh, so yeah, you're right. Basically the same game. So hold on. So okay. So the son was like, yo dad, here's a copy of Final Fantasy Fourteen. And the dad wasn't like, What's your what what's your name on there, boy? Or anything like that.
1: If you if you handed your fucking dad a PS4 copy of Final Fantasy Fourteen would he be like, Oh, this is that online MMO the kids are playing Okay, Okay, you so he what's your name?
0: Well, I mean, did he did he not, was there no explanation? Was he like, oh, what is this? Or he was just the kid was just like, here's a thing that's Oh, can well, have.
1: uh the dad, at least in the show, once again, I don't know the true story, quits quits his job unexpectedly and doesn't tell them why. So the son's like, Oh, here's a retirement present, something you can do oh, on your board. Okay, okay, that's fine. And he gets him a PS4. Like the dad doesn't just have a PS4 already. Okay. Otherwise, pretty cool dad. And uh, at the time, at least that this was based off of Twentaneo as the highest uh, ranked boss in Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. So the goal is to get all the way and defeat this boss with his father before he reveals who he is.
0: And that's the show?
1: Yeah, like half of it is like a typical kind of J-drama with like, you know, comedic elements and stuff. And then the other half of the show is... In-game footage You're of Final Fantasy fourteen. fucking kidding me. It's fucking awesome. This
0: sounds like the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life.
1: And like most of the music they use is like the Final Fantasy fourteen OST music. What the fuck? So when there's like something suspicious going on, it yeah. plays the music that it would in the cutscene. That's weird. It's fucking great.
0: What's this called? Daddy of Light?
1: Dad of Light. Dad of Light. It's available on Netflix
0: right now. That's weird, Danny. What and so think? is it subtitled then, I'm assuming? Yeah. They didn't dub it? No. I mean, I'm not one of these guys
1: who are like, I'm not gonna read a fucking movie. I don't know, maybe they did. Is that a, can you change like the audio in Netflix? No, i prefer This is it. a Netflix original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd prefer it subtitled. That's fine. Okay, yeah. So that's that's fine. I'm just I'm trying to Have wrap Julie my head there to read the words for you.
0: There's no way in Christmas morning that Julie Metz is going to watch that thing. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> Why would you say that? There's no way. She she'd be like, what in the Her frame of reference would be what she would not understand. What's happening?
1: It's still like an endearing enough idea. Your Julie knows what a fucking video game is, right? I know.
0: Well, I'm assuming that this is like you know. No, you have to get enough gill for your
1: chocobo greens, Papa. No, it's not like that. No, I don't think it's. It's as in-depth that you or, or like know. they have a big reveal and it's
0: like Bahamut sword. Oh man, what and what's happening?
1: It's more like a relatable everyday sort of issue. Okay. So it's like,
0: oh, I can't I parked the car here. Here's Carbuncle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy.
1: That's weird.
0: That's yeah, it was, weird.
1: It was neat because you know how some of the time in like uh on television you can like recognize where people are filming something. Mm-hmm. I was able to do that. In <laughs> Eorzea. <laughs>
0: like oh, I know where that is. That's Eastern Thanalan. Wow, do you know what what servers they were uh, like recording on? No, that'd be interesting to find out. That'd be famous. Could have just been
1: like a private server. Oh yeah, that probably was actually. Or like I'm sure there's like servers for them to like create cutscenes and stuff.
0: So like is, there, is this like, is this like what? Did Netflix come to Square Enix and be like, hey, let's make a deal? This sounds so I don't know. I
1: wasn't there, but Netflix is a fucking wild card. Yeah. They kind of do what they want. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, Daddy of Light, official show of the show. It's possible that maybe when I'm saying it's a Netflix original, maybe they just brought it to English. So maybe it was already a show that existed and Netflix was like, we'll buy this for Yeah, because like- it makes more sense if you're like, oh, yeah, someone in Japan made this.
0: You know, I think they do that with a lot with like Korean shows and stuff like too on this mm-hmm. Netflix and uh, Australian shows. And then just
1: act like they made it.
0: Yeah. Australian, which is, is funny. I've been listening to a lot of Australian because we ha- I've been listening to our rival podcast, the Biro Pod. Um, Number one enemy of the show right now. Um, Is actually the name of his podcast, it's the biro pod. And then they have like weird, like mini threads in, in it. So there's like, uh, it's kind of like they have Alf episodes. I don't mm-hmm. know. It, it's, it's too it's, complex for you to follow. It's kind of hard to get my right brain around, but they had this Australian kid on there and I've been, I've been, it, it vexes me
1: how they say no. Yeah. We've had this discussion have, before. I it, really it, enjoy the Australian accent, I, especially on women. It's fine. And you think that they're savages. I do, but it's fine. It's just the, like, it's the, it's, it's like the n- kind of subtle R in there. Is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes. Julie does it pretty good. No. No. Nauru.
0: Oh, Nauru. It's not like that. Right. Noru.
1: It's better than, like, I like Australian better than, uh, proper, like, British. I don't. Accent. I like it. I like,
0: uh, right then. I'm from England. Hello then. Watch the go to the big Ben store, please. Right, right. See, that's terrible. But then, an Australian's like, "Hello, right, then. let's go to the Sydney Opera House." You're no, still, it's the same thing. Still British. It's the same thing. They grew up in the same house. Look, we can't anyway, get into
1: world politics. Moving right? past your casual racism, what was? <laughs> what were you getting at?
0: That's all. It I just wanted to talk about the normal thing. in Australia. No, I don't. There are festive people. Um,
1: and to talk about uh the Biro pod real quick. Okay. Um, I listened to like a little bit. I think he has a good podcasting voice. Yeah, it's fine. Um
0: I just there, you know, if anyone wants to know who the rival because everyone every podcast has to have a rival podcast. It's kinda like a street gangs. Let's let's pick a different one. What?
1: Another podcast? Well, you've already had this. You are already feuding with the Better Bronson Pinchot. I know. I want it to look. be an
0: all-inclusive thing. I don't want it
1: to go to a bunch of sites. So. Uh, what's uh, that one man's name with the weird face that was on Loveline? Oh, uh, Adam, Adam Carly? Yeah, let's fight him.
0: <sighs> it's no
1: point. We have almost the uh, same amount of listeners.
0: <laughs> he does suck. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really just, I, I kind of wanted to stick with the viral Pod for right now, if that's okay, okay with you. Uh, what's our producer say? Oh, it's me, Oh, yeah, we're sticking with the my on. <laughs> See that guys? pulled a pulled a it's a power play <laughs> You
1: used to be obsessed with power plays
0: am i re- oh because i I thought everybody was trying to do one on me
1: yeah one time i I forget what I did like I put my jacket on a chair or something and you were like, oh, it was a real power play no 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 you you this is exactly All right, put what my you jacket did. on someone else's jacket
0: no. You pushed, you had, I had my jacket on the back of a chair and you, you took it and you dropped it on the floor, which is
1: hilarious. Whether Okay. It is funny. It's a dick move. How do you recall this in like such precise memory, but you don't remember Melody Kramer because I'm a Melody Kramer
0: because Melody Kramer never, never crossed me and I'm a dwarf and I have the great (laughs) book of of grudges and this is what I do. What else am I supposed to do?
1: So I, I dropped your jacket on the ground and then put mine there. Yeah. That's no, I don't, I don't even
0: think you put yours there. I think you just sat there. You just dropped my jacket on the ground and then sat in the chair, which mm. is, it's funny. In retrospect, it's funny.
1: What what power did you think I was trying to achieve? I don't know. It's just what people do.
0: Hmm. And it slighted me. It it really hurt my feelings. And uh, um, when you're not on, I'm going to have a James Brubaker-sized beef session <laughs>
1: uh, with you. And uh, it's going to be... You're at the call in. What do you All think? Right. That'll <laughs> work. I'm sure that will be an enjoyable episode as it falls apart without me <laughs> there to keep you afloat. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'll just be rubbing my face and sweating. So, speaking of uh, Brew, mm. you want to throw out a Brew Baker update?
0: Oh, we oh yeah. He was in town a couple weeks ago and we, we and,
1: fought him we in the street.
0: Hot. We did not. Um, and we saw him at, at our, our local haunt Bill's donut shop. Great little place. Oh boy. What a delight that place. And, um, it was way too crowded.
1: It was, it was exceptionally crowded, which yeah, now makes me feel slighted by James Brewbaker <laughs> for picking that place. So you want him. him,
0: Oh, you just got brewed. Wait, pod. Or wait, I did, don't know. Did he pick it or did you? I, who knows you know it was a long time ago the most important thing is we uh, everything was fine he was very nice mm-hmm. I, I i met his uh his uh fiance which she's very nice anastasia
1: anastasia, anastasia.
0: <laughs> no uh and and we saw some old friends there too what a what a fun time
1: which uh which girl was his was his wife jesse was that the one that he was sitting like with when we met up with him at Bill's, or was it when we went to Arby's and he had his hands all over that other lady? Oh my God, what are you doing? Which one are you talking about? <laughs> there ain't tail like Arby's tail. That's, that's what James See, said. I'm power playing Brubaker because he slided me.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, that's really funny. Oh, God. Ugh,
0: I can't imagine kissing someone in an Arby's. I, that sounds like the worst.
1: Like in the back of an Arby's or like anywhere, in the dining room? Anywhere. Anywhere. Graphic sex, all, all
0: about. But kissing someone. The dining <sighs> room, well, I don't know. It's a straw wrapper. are always sticky. Cold Arby's sauce residue. <laughs>
1: Man, I want some Arby's too. I, I want- Have you ever made out with a babe at a restaurant? I'm sure I have because I was like 15 once. But yeah. You and Julie never like make out at restaurants? No. Hmm. No. We share apps. So let's <laughs> spread it. Like maps? Yeah. <laughs> calculator? <laughs> You're like, we're splitting this bill. I'm not paying for <laughs> it. Here's my calculator app. Oh, boy. That's funny. Um, he uh, was wearing like a dollar sign belt buckle. Mm-hmm. So I think he's into some bad stuff.
0: He, yes, he he, he kind of has a whole Ted DiBiase wardrobe that he just <laughs> secretly wears under his normal clothes. So well, it's all it's all sweaters and flannels until, you know, he's shoving hundred dollar bills in your mouth.
1: Well, he uh, lives in St. Louis, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like a terrible, like gang infested wasteland. So <laughs> you kind of have to be tough. <laughs> Is he it that went, bad? Yeah. Oh. He just went the DiBiase route. He kind of looks like a Ted DiBiase. Huh. I'll take, yeah. I would take that as a compliment. Like if someone told you that Ted DiBiase was his like uncle, you'd be like, oh okay. God, I can stoked. see that. This isn't, this isn't good listening. No one knows what this guy looks like. He's had a Thanksgiving dinner with IRS. And <laughs> <laughs> <In> the Mountie. <laughs> If you did want to see what James Breaker looks like, you can always join
0: the Halfway dot halfway okay. com f- halfwayokay friendship ship club on Facebook, where we all just pal around and have a little party. We don't have
1: pictures of the fans on the face of the homepage. No, but yet? he's he's active in it. He likes stuff. No, I'm talking about on the homepage. No. Remember my plan to have like oh yeah <laughs> photos you didn't know that were taken <laughs> of you.
0: Well, where where is that? Where how, where are we? I don't that? know.
1: I still haven't seen a. The visitor counter or the mailbox icon. Um, we'll get to that. I feel like you're not going to put those in.
0: I probably won't. Please do. Well, speaking of things that I, I want to do mm-hmm. or won't do or will
1: do. Speaking of the website <laughs> that has the hotline, <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes. to 1112, where you can well, leave voicemails. Does anyone
0: happen to leave a voice? Please? Absolutely. It's 937 848 1112. We are currently asking for scary stories in preparation. Uh, for weird Easter and of course, all Hollows Eve coming up in Oct. And there are some real prizes for me. Yes, yeah, some real prizes. Uh, Danny's giving away some cool spooky video game codes for your computer PC. Um, if if you have an actual good
1: spooky story,
0: if it's trash, you might if win it's if it's you trash, to get like two. If Saurus. it's trash,
1: you better be a babe.
0: Yes, send pics. Not to me. I'm married. Okay, are we ready for a nice voicemail? I can't remember. Do we do the echo on the voicemail thing or not? No, just play it. We just won't do that. Okay.
1: Hey, Sean. Hey, Danny. Uh, I was just wondering, after listening to folks, uh, namely Jeff and Danny, make fun of Sean's uh, wardrobe, 90s wardrobe for a while, 90s wardrobe maybe we could hear... Turnabout being fair play. Uh, maybe here, Sean uh, puts some embarrassing stuff about Danny out there oh, on the air. Luck. What do you think? Uh, the pain was real in Sean's voice, and I'd love to hear what Danny sounds like when he's in pain. So uh yeah, give that a go. You have heard me in pain for twelve or thirteen episodes. <laughs> this is how I sound.
0: Um, I like this voicemail. Uh huh. <laughs> it's, I feel like someone's finally rooting for me, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what Danny dressed like as a teen or anything like that. This. I guess what Danny Hall, Danny normally dresses. He has I wore a, more leather jackets back then. Yeah, he he's always in a, like a cool utility kilt. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if I could pull those
1: off, I would. I don't. I'd like to pull them off oh, everybody and throw uh, them in the dumpster. For like a year, I had an ICP phase. You could make fun of that. Oh, did you?
0: Uh-huh. Let's let's talk about
1: this. All right. Yeah, I like. How them. old were you? <laughs> like high school. Oh well, I feel like that's fine. And they were like rapping clowns that talked about horror movies. Yeah, I see the appeal. I thought they were interesting. I'm trying to dig you get into it. Ammunition.
0: I don't. I not like making fun of you. You're my friend.
1: Um, let's see. I have this. Super awesome shirt you can make fun of. It's a it's a creepy shirt with
0: people's names that are murderers on it that are all involved with the Chucky Manson
1: uh, <laughs> Chucky Manson killings. Well have you seen these styles of shirts before? I have. Like the one the why I really like the shirt is like the original one was like the names of the Beatles. So oh, it's even yeah. you can play on that. It's a bold typeface uh, with uh, you know
0: has the names so it says Tex, ampersand, Cupid, ampersand, Sadie, ampersand, Squeaky, which is my favorite, ampersand, mm-hmm.
1: Chuck. So it's all the gang. So, you know. I feel like they could have gone with Leslie instead of Cupid. I don't think Cupid is as important. Uh, and as far as like, I don't know, Tex
0: was a nickname, but the only nickname that I care about is Squeaky. Well, Sadie it, was a nickname too. Oh, they were all nicknames, huh? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, all of them had them, uh, but... I mean, Sadie just sounds like a regular name. Huh. Well, they're all murderers and
0: they're going to hell. So <laughs> I, I would not wear that on a shirt. Um, I only wear
1: nice heroes on my shirt. Is that what you wanted, listener? Uh, high school, I think, again, I used to have like a real long chain wallet. Mm-hmm. Like that went down like. Oh, like obscenely long? Yeah, and I had like a stuffed animal rabbit at the end. Oh. So you could make fun of me for that. I, Paul. if we're talking about
0: high school, I dress like more of a maniac than anybody (laughs) I know. So, um,
1: yeah, I don't know what this Paul wanted. Like I've, I've explained, you know, my terrible situation in life Mm -hmm. and that I have an infant's job that I'm currently working (laughs) right now. I actually have a good story related to that. Uh, As I've discussed on the show before, I'm currently uh, working as a little pizza boy, (laughs) until I hang myself till dead. <laughs> but the other night I was, uh, I was out on deliveries and I had this delivery to this apartment. And, you know, I'm not like fat shaming people or whatever, mm-hmm. but when you're a giant man, put on a fucking shirt agreed, when you order fucking agreed. food.
0: I'd say no matter what you look like, probably just wear a shirt if you're going to interact with a, with a stranger.
1: And if they had tipped me, mm-hmm. all these secrets would go with me to the tomb. <laughs> But they did not. Oh, good. So I feel... Hello, Lou. Oh, little uncle is planning to visit. But uh, one thing I noticed why he was struggling uh, through his diabetes to sign the credit card slip... Yeah. ...was they were on a couch uh, facing an entertainment center watching television. Mm. And it was like right against the wall where the door was. Who were they watching? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh. But uh, on the other wall was another entertainment center... With a microwave in it, these fucking people had an entertainment center microwave, <laughs> and it wasn't like they were just moving stuff around and set it there for yeah. them. There was a little pot on top of it with fake flowers, so they they can't be bothered to go to
0: the kitchen to hook up a or to cook up a hot pocket. Yeah. That's kind of brilliant, but also just it, it doesn't have the same kind of like, yeah, buddy, as like
1: a, a mini fridge next to the couch. What I pictured was- it's very sad. <laughs> on the floor next to their couch yeah. was a room temperature bag of pizza rolls. Ooh. And when when that fever struck, <laughs> they just waddle over to the <laughs> other side of the room and heat some up. Pizza roll fever? I, well, that sounds- That sounds like a grisly way to live. Also,
0: if you're going to have pizza rolls, why order pizza? I don't know. They're probably out.
1: (laughs) Must have been. That's why I didn't see the room temperature bags of pizza rolls on the floor. (laughs) An entertainment center microwave. That's sad. That's real sad. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I can give out the address. (laughs) No, it's fine. Okay.
0: It's, It's fine.
1: I'm just um, gonna say you could go knock and see it for yourselves. Take a picture next time. Yeah, that wouldn't be weird. It'd be fine. I mean, like, like, like they're gonna notice. And people who do not tip, I give the worst service to. Because <laughs> what's the worst that they're gonna do? Stop ordering. Yeah, that's fair. I hope this doesn't get out. I can ruin you. <laughs> ruin my <laughs> reputation. <laughs> hmm. Well, so fuck you, Paul. <laughs>
0: It's not the official stance <laughs> of the show. Thank you very much. Thank you everyone for calling in to the halfway okay. Is that all line. the
1: voicemails, or are there going to be some later? Oh, there might be some later. Oh,
0: ooh, good idea. Tease, tease alert. Uh, yes, we do have some some official voicemails from the official Better Bronson Pinchot fan club members, including my white whale,
1: Casey. <laughs> Your favorite person. Mm hmm. Is that why you have his name like written all over the walls over and over in here? Actually, no, yes, I do. That is, it's partially why. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of blood. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a lot of dried blood. Not enough. Not enough. (laughs) So, speaking of dried blood, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, these hurricanes? Have you heard about these hurricanes? (laughs) Have I? Boy. Well, a lot of people have been worried. And uh, luckily, Kirk Cameron has the answer to why there's been hurricanes. Kirk Cameron. Well, up to this point, science has not been able to determine why there's been hurricanes mm-hmm. in hurricane season mm-hmm. yes. in the areas that hurricanes normally happen. Well, yes. So his answer was God sent them to give you humility, huh. um, awe, and respect, or no, repentance. So humility, awe, and repentance. Yep. Thanks, thanks, Kirk Cameron's God.
0: I mean, if if God's going to talk to anybody, it's Mike Seaver. (laughs) Let's get that straight right off the bat.
1: A man Um, who fucking fell out of his bedroom window (laughs) a thousand times.
0: (laughs) Also, brown leather jacket. He wasn't pulling it off. No. Um, Remember the chicken shirt episode we had? You're talking about Roseanne? No, no, no. It was a shirt where, because you know, Mike Seaver was a cut up, absolute, mm-hmm. absolute clown, and he had his giant, his stupid, puffy uh, brown leather jacket with the tight, uh, tight uh, cuffs, mm-hmm. and, um, and you know, I forget if it was Jason or Maggie. They are like, wait a minute, Mike. Open up your jacket. And he opened it up. And it was basically like a Halloween chicken mask, like a latexy rubbery chicken mask, mm. like glued to his shirt. So like, it was like as a white t-shirt with a, a chicken head coming out of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Why? Cause he thought it was funny, I guess.
1: Oh well fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck him and Paul.
0: Fuck no, Paul's All I know nice.
1: As <laughs> if I had to spend a bunch of time <laughs> with Kirk Cameron, I'd call myself Boner and kill myself. <laughs> Holy
0: shit. He's dead, really, though.
1: How did he kill himself? I forget. He went into the woods or something. Oh, yeah. Boner was way better than Mike. I agree. Yes. Richard Stabone. Boner should be here to tell us why
0: hurricanes (laughs) happen. Well, you know what, Danny? He might be. Hold on. I just happen to have a Yoja board here. Okay. Let me me see if he's around. Boner in the spirit realm. Are you around town? Hey, hey, I'm a boner. I was on TV's growing pains. I'm a dead body now. That's so mean. Why am I doing
1: that? You do know that that's not how a Ouija board works. Yeah, it is. You don't just have it in front of you and ask a question and then the ghastly voice appears. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it does. I'll teach you how to use them. On the Halloween episode. Well, I think I would know. Hey boner, is that how a Ouija board works?
0: Yeah, you bet it is. I'm Boner. I'm a dead body now. My family sure does miss me. Ooh. <laughs> boner, are you leaving? I ha I have to go now. I'm boner. Bye boner. Bye Bone. Well, that's fun. <laughs> So now you know all about hurricanes. Yes. Um so hold, lately. hold on hold on. I think I think Bonner has one more thing to say. Hey, speaking of hurricanes, Jason Seavis sure was a blowhard. Okay, <laughs> we're done. I'm cutting off your mic. I'm cutting off your
1: mic. on oh, we're getting the good part. <sighs> Jesus Christ. We're jamming. <laughs> oh, okay. Can we? Well, thank you for disrespecting Boner's moment of silence. Well,
0: <laughs> it's, it's noisy
1: silence. Um,
0: TMI, okay? As old
1: George W. Bush would say, uh, "TMI all the time." So lately, Mm -hmm. I gotta tell you, I've been getting a little dark. Uh, (laughs) What? Okay. What? I just wanted to (laughs) bring up this subject so you and the listeners weren't alarmed as it happens. You're getting okay. You're getting a little dark. I've been burning incense. Oh buying incense and burning it.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I've been growing my hair real long.
0: Yeah? Starting to. Yeah. Starting to get, it's getting there.
1: Getting long. Yeah. Got my long hair and I'm burning incense. What the fuck
0: are you doing? What is this? Oh, yeah?
1: Getting real dark, huh? Mm-hmm. Been watching Supernatural on Netflix.
0: I mean really <laughs> I've
1: been uh yeah I've been thinking about wolves and curses after midnight. Oh my god. Well that sounds I'm getting dark.
0: Yeah. What about what uh, what about what about that moonlight? Oh
1: I love it. <laughs> It's the only light I like. A... I'm getting real dark. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, though, I yeah. bought <laughs> I bought incense. I've been into incense yeah. lately. Okay. What, what what uh what you burning? Uh a little mixture. Well, to start with, I got back into wearing cologne. Uh-huh. Uh huh. and I wear Avignon. Okay. Which uh, is the cologne Morrissey wears. Oh. And it's kind of based on like Catholic Church incense, so you kind of smell like a weird graveyard. Cool. And so, yeah, I bought some incense. I went to the incense store, and I bought some, and I like it. <laughs> what kind? What, what Nag kind? Chompa? I don't know. Uh, I got some sage. Oh, that uh, cleanses Because I'm being attacked your... by a ghost. mm mm-hmm. Got lavender, which is supposed to help me sleep, but that it like, did not. Oh. Uh, patchouli. Yum. And um, some other kind that I don't remember. Hmm. What's your, what is it called
0: Avignon? Avignon. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of uh of Prada Amber Intense. Hmm.
1: It's
0: uh it's Prada.
1: Um Got to tell you that's not very dark. No, I'm not a very dark
0: person. I'm a child of light. You're a child it's of not a very
1: person. good kind of light.
0: I'm a light daddy, you're a dark daddy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Those are the kind of daddies we are. Yeah. Remember when that
0: light and dark MMO was going to come out? and oh. I, w- I was like, dude, you have to be light because I don't want to play dark. And you were like, I'm dark. Meh. That was a terrible thing. I never played it. It looked real weird. It was garbage. Yeah. And it led to a marriage. Yeah. A mini, mini a marriage.
1: What um, happened to her? How's she doing? Snake?
0: Wh- she's. I think she's dead.
1: No, I don't know. I haven't talked to her in about a thousand years. Oh. We were friends until I told we were having a conversation about what superpowers we'd have. Yeah. And I said vampire because you get a whole package. And she thought that was mean and stopped talking to me. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of fucked
0: up. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not it's not one superpower that's like a that's like a a power sample pack, which isn't that's
1: not hmm?
0: you can't just do that. Vampirism. You can't do that.
1: I already did it. Okay, supermanism, that's what I have. That There's
0: no term for that. Okay. I just made one up. Okay? Okay. If they can put D-O-D-O from the Sampson's in, uh, in the Webster's Dictionary, then they can put Supermanism. I don't know what that is. D-O? Homie's like, oh, D-O! Are you talking about in living color? He's like, no, Homer Simpson's like, he'll, oh. he'll drop like a old piggy bank on his foot and you're like, D-O!
1: I feel real weird about people that are into The Simpsons. The Simpsons is the best. Like, if someone has a Simpsons mug, I, I would not trust that person. <laughs> well, that's unfair. The Simpsons, that's okay. Let's say you're hitchhiking <laughs> across the desert. Yeah. And you've been walking for most of the day. Yeah. Uh, you're hot. Hmm. You're out of water. Hmm. A car pulls up. Yeah. Ford Taurus, almost filled to the brim with Lisa Simpson mugs. You're going to feel safe with that guy? Especially if it was a Lisa Simpson mug. Absolutely. She's very smart. There's something wrong with that person. Well, I don't have to tell you. If you end up in a situation like that, you might be getting a little dark. <laughs> okay. We we have to move on.
0: We have to move on to bigger fish. Okay. Bigger fish in the shape of, of the better Bronson Pinchot fan club, Facebook group. All right. Okay. Oh. group battles. This might not be good list. And I, I OK, I want to address something really quick from the top.
1: We're getting dark.
0: I, we're, <laughs> we're not getting dark. I, I I did not want this show to be like a beefy show like a beefs show where i'm just starting beefs with people that's
1: been the majority of our show i know
0: i think it's 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 answering a lot about myself i di- did not want to do that i wanted this to just be a fun thing a man screaming into the void and just us doing a thing causing fun causing fun and making, making fun murder. of of just funny stuff i, I didn't want it th- i didn't want this Mm -hmm. However, I am still me and I'm a little shit and, um, I also have a hard time letting things go. Um, I think I'm almost there with this though, as far as understanding it, I'll never let it
1: go. The fact that you instantly recalled me moving your jacket Mm -hmm. as if it had just happened should speak volumes (laughs) to that. That was
0: easily 12 years ago. Um, yes, uh, I am not, I don't have, I don't like that about myself. Mm -hmm. Well, what are you going to do? I can't change now. I'm 37. I'm nearly dead. True. So. Getting dark. Getting dark. Hey, Danny. Hmm. What about, uh, what about a grasshopper with a cowboy hat? Is that dark enough? No. Okay, how about this? No. Grasshopper with a jack o head.
1: I'm thinking more like, a uh, spiderweb.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> getting dark.
0: <laughs> but, Okay. So, that's really fucking weird. <laughs> I really like it, and i I really like it. Um, <laughs> so we we did. I did kind of put out there. Okay, so I have joined. I well, I already had joined the Bitter Bronze and Bento fan uh, group.
1: They love um, me over there. They are because they don't know that I'm <laughs> associated. With I don't
0: you. think they do. Um, I I and I did post this uh, the the previous episode in there. Um, to to cause a beef, mm-hmm. to cause a fight. Um and and the previous one before that. This is now it's been in there for weeks now. This this feud.
1: No, it was last <clears> week. Oh yeah, yeah. It was as two as weeks a, ago. As, yeah. as as listeners are listening to this, correct. It's been in there for and a while. And then before you threw that episode up there, the night before you messaged them a threat. <laughs> I did. Um and basically saying it's coming. <laughs>
0: um I also threatened uh, Byron, who does the BiroPod. Pod. Um, it's honestly, it's a, it's a, I even listened to uh, all of the episodes, listened to the, and he has
1: like almost a hundred of them. Can you imagine if like you walked out to your car after work and it was like dark and there was just like a street light lighting up your car and there was like a hook stuck (laughs) in it and etched into the hood of your car was it's coming. Yeah. And it ended up being a podcast directed at you.
0: Well, I don't, (laughs) I didn't do that. All I was post in there and just say, I said something ominous. I'm saying
1: that's what you should have done. Oh, she, shit. She got dark.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm I'm not, uh, maybe next time. Okay. So, uh, where was I going? I uh, really lost my train of thought. Byron. Byron. Um, so, okay. Some people are, 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 are taking to my presence there differently than others. There's mm-hmm. been some nice people and there's been some kind of jerks. And I don't understand why they're being so rude to me. It's actually pretty fucked up that they are. Um, but one of the people that are... Um, uh, it has been pretty nice. Actually called in and left a voicemail. I'd like to go ahead and play that okay. uh, right now, and we'll address some of the things. Um, Unfortunately, I've already used my tape recorder for the evening. So yeah, yes, I want I want to actually like dissect every single word these people say. Um, so there there won't be any California love. Well, it's or a one time
1: use, and then you make me lock it away. <laughs> it's a, it's a uh, it. It's only one charge. I'd, yeah. It's wouldn't have enough regions. Oh, yeah. Okay. I need the dirt of Crossroads to play that old dark <laughs> tape
0: recorder. <laughs> or or just a Crossroads on DVD, the Britney Spears movie. That's true as well. Yeah.
1: Getting dark.
0: <laughs> okay. Can we – let's move on.
2: Hi there, Sean. Um, so uh, my name is Vivian. I'm part of the, uh, the Better <laughs> Bronson Pinchot uh, fan group on Facebook. Uh, now I know, you know, um, you wanted us to speak about it. Um, well, uh, I'm a very troubled person.
0: Uh, I've been very sick recently. Uh, I'm not going to get into the whole story. You'd have to be pretty sick to be a part of that crummy group. Okay, going on. Do you feel
1: good about yourself right now?
0: That's funny. She'd like
1: that. Okay, going on, moving on. The second time you've attacked this terminally ill woman.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, I hope not terminal. I
1: don't know shit don't make me feel bad
0: man you're getting dark okay let's go
2: as it were but um you know some of these people in this group you know some of them i don't really know but a couple of them are really good friends of mine and they've gotten me through some really hard times uh casey is a good friend of mine uh he's uh, he drew um artwork for an album cover of one of my albums i released uh, uh, everyone has an agenda uh-huh.
0: everyone has an agenda uh-huh okay nice viv okay Let's go. Casey's an artist. I have I'm a musician. Okay, going on. Sorry, I'm not trying to be mean. She has a musician. She's a musician. Uh, actually, yeah. If I. I, I will. Music? Uh, so from what I can tell, ukuleles. Um, it's Doctor Airlines.
1: Is it on SoundCloud? You should go to noiselesschatter.com dot com and find the link. We'll talk about that fucking website too. Okay. Uh, Phil is gonna friend of me.
2: We friend of mine for a while. We bonded over Alf. Um, and uh well i was really sick and, and uh bedridden for a while over the summer reading his alper views got um a lot of got uh, got me through the day a lot uh when i was kind of too sick to do most of what i usually do and um the group just has a very strange sense of humor and i'm a i find different interesting weird things funny even things that most people wouldn't find funny i guess and uh the group it it just it really um it distracts me from my problems, and it, it you know, brings me some joy. And the poking fun at Bronson and, and Mark and Perfect Strangers, it, I don't think any of it's mean-spirited. Uh, at least I'm, I never do it mean-spirited. I've watched Perfect Strangers. I'm probably one of the younger people in the group. I'm 22.
0: 22? I can't imagine watching Perfect Strangers with with. In this
1: world, as a 22 year old, that's that kind of crazy. Online. Like a 22 year old, like, would state something like, We bonded over Alf. Yeah, it's we, well, it's, it's wonderful, <clears> though. It is. I, mean, I don't understand why you insist on well, continually on. attacking these people.
0: Keep listening, not to this one, but to oh, okay. that one.
1: This one's completely fine. Uh, it's
0: completely fine. But you know, i you guy. know,
2: sometimes it's, it's not the best, but sometimes it's good. And I, I adore Balky as a character, I think, I think he's very funny. Um, you know, it's it's like any other sitcom. You know, it can be good, but it can be bad, and uh, it's just very fun joking around with these with these you know people, and um, you know, which is uh, why I guess I initially, when I saw the the podcast, I, I was a little I was expecting to be upset yeah. since you know you yeah. were talking about Casey and Phil, who are uh, two people in the group who are uh, closest to me out of the others in the group
0: and uh, I, I, I. Uh, you got to go after I the head he, of the okay, snake yeah, when you're attacking yeah, a snake. Yeah, it, 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 it keeps going. But
1: essentially, essentially, Sean hates sick people. I don't. I think they're great. And um, we hate uh, weird humor. We on this show, we it's a very standard
0: no comedy. I wanted to play that one because I wanted to show. That Yes, it does bring some joy, and I recognize that. And it is funny, and I recognize that. Mm-hmm. And and even even Philip, who I put through the ringer last week, um, I'm fine with everything he does. He That noiselesschatter.com, mm-hmm. uh, everyone go buy a mug. He's a sweet boy. He isn't? sells mugs? He sells a mug with a robot face on it. Does he have Lisa Simpson mugs? No, it's Don't a- Don't trust him if he does. It's a robot, and it kind of looks a little Futurama-y. I'm not, not going to say you, you ripped it off. Also, your banner- thing your banner logo thing looks weird on a mobile Philip. You might want to address that. Anyway, um uh but no his website no I like his alf reviews okay. his alf reviews are different than Casey's perfect stranger reviews mm-hmm. um and Casey will talk about all of his fucking thing he left a big old he left a lot um and it's but it's it's a different tone it's a different vibe and I feel like <sighs> have I read every single alf review on the website? No. I just started this feud, and I'm very busy. Um, but I've read a handful, and I like them. Um, they're funny, and I think just Philip is 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 a generally nice, wonderful person. Um, it's is, we're a pro yeah, Philip, like Philip house here. He's great. I,
1: I've been siding with him since the original episode. <laughs> I know
0: where I had I I had trouble. I couldn't get past certain things, but now I'm now I'm team Philip.
1: But uh, to get back to the voicemail lady, yes. Uh, you should listen to more of our episodes if you like weird humor.
0: I don't want these people to start listening
1: to I'd this. give uh, old episode six, Moonbeams, a shot. I would listen. To, <laughs>
0: that's to date imf- our best episode. It's
1: an important message that we need
0: to spread. I really do like that episode a lot. So listen to that, but then you're divorced from the show and after that. fussy okay? little Sasso. No, don't listen to that one. It's a shameful one. Okay. Now we're we're in for the long haul, guys. This one is a longster because Casey, much like Philip in written form, is a gabber. Holy shit. I asked like two questions and he went on forever. It's like talking to Mike Seaver about hurricanes. <sighs>
1: it's like get a get a room. Okay. What? Okay. Do you think Kirk Cameron would have sex with God if he could?
3: Absolutely. Hi Sean. This is Casey Robertson. It is Saturday, September 9th, about 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, if I sound... TMI. ...because I have a piece of candy in my mouth. It sounds like, well, Up um, until September 3rd, I was living in Houston. I'm fine now. Uh, I didn't get much flooding where I was, um, but I've moved back to Georgia now to be with family. Um, if you need further proof that I was in Houston, you can Google Casey Robertson Houston, and it'll show you how much money I was making.
0: I did, and ouch. <laughs> okay, keep on going. What is, um, what mean, one of your questions <laughs>
3: was to please explain my relationship with Perfect Strangers. I know I watched it as a kid. I know I was a fan. I remember quoting a lot of stuff Balky would say when I was a kid. Um, like, "Paint me green and call me Gondi. You know, stuff like that. And I remember That's being racist. excited when the show was coming back for a final season, I remember all the commercials seemed to make it seem like this, this huge TV event. And I remember not watching all of it because well, I did. for some, whatever reason it disappointed me.
0: Because you're not
3: a fan. Um, in terms hear. of my relationship Sorry. to the show now, I should give a little background. About seven years ago, another guy, Ryan Alexander Tanner, started a snarky review blog for Full House, which in turn inspired Philip Reed to do reviews of Alf in the same vein, sort of the same vein. Ryan actually had a lot of affection for Full House, and for all of its faults, it was a pretty well put together show, pretty well like marketed and targeted like show. The
1: cadence of a detective. Ralph, on the other
3: hand, was <laughs> just a huge streamer, and in each week Phil had an opportunity to dissect a piece of media that just didn't work, for whatever reason, and there seemed to be as many reasons as there were episodes. Phil's reviews inspired mine. Even though I'm sure I watched way more Family Matters than I ever did Perfect Strangers, Perfect strangers called to me more strongly. In fact, I That's wrote a post one. this past February about why I wouldn't review Family Matters. I invite you to read that and then tell me what you think my intentions are with the blog.
1: I will not. Can I? I do a. Per- I enjoy the fact that he had to like release a press release about why he wouldn't do reviews about <laughs> Family Matters. Like the world isn't all that bad. <laughs> You're right, I guess. He has people attacking him for living in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> for which, helping sick people uh, which by but the he way still has the time to speak to the fans. Yeah,
0: but at the same time his Facebook still says Houston, which makes me think that he's doing this for pity or a gag or something cute. <laughs> I'm ki- I'm mostly kidding. I'm not
1: kidding. Not. Change your
0: change your thing.
1: Um okay, can we continue? <laughs> yeah, I just thought we'd talk a little bit. Go ahead.
0: And yes, I spend
3: a lot of time griping about individual jokes. This is because in my heart I want Perfect Strangers to be more successful at its own goals. There are plenty That's of moments too late. of creativity yeah. <laughs> and pure fun on the show. I really love it when like, they are on the, on the telephone, Mar- yeah. just laughing because of what they're doing, and it's real. Um, and there are even some good character-driven plots here and there, struggling to break free of the physical comedy set pieces of the show. But Falchi, and to some extent Pinchot himself, is a problem at the heart of Perfect Strangers. I don't think it's a bad character. I just think the writers, and Broughton especially, just never really have him do what he ought to be doing. Malapropisms are fine. Trying to handle things in the U.S. the same way he did in Mikos' is fine. But, okay, here's an example from season five I, when Balky is supposed to have been in the United States for four years. Listen. The cousins this. and the girlfriends are on vacation on a tropical island. And all of a sudden, a hurricane comes. And Balky says this not as a joke, he does this with a completely serious voice. I know how to handle this. The first thing we do is gather all the sheep.
0: OK.
1: Well, first thing he should have realized is that that was there for awe and repentance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird
0: time. Yeah. It's a weird time thing. Um,
1: first off, so you don't like how seriously he takes the content.: No. Well, I'll tell you this.
0: One thing, one thing. You can't right.
1: appreciate that. It's like someone like dissecting a Hemingway story. I can. So you, I can. Absolutely. That's, that just gives the source material more weight than most people would give it. I, I agree. It's the way he does it that
0: g- gets under my skin. Also, that line, Balky is in a panic state. I know exactly the episode he's talking about. And I went back and watched that exact scene he was talking about. Mm-hmm. He is in a, he is in a like sort of calm, but like, Okay, and then he he it's it's a he's he's going with his first impulse, and his first impulse as a as a sheep herder on Meepos is to take care of all the sheep. He's only been there for five years, or maybe four, because season one was really short. So hmm. I don't know what you're looking for. I, you know what I mean? Come on. Well, let him, let's case, let him finish his thought. Get off, get get off balky's case, case, huh? <laughs> the, the more case jokes are going to. That's happen. the only
1: reason why you picked Casey to focus this feud on.
0: You're not you're not wrong.
3: All right. These people's lives are in danger, and you're wasting your time being the wrong kind of dumb. Okay. Dumb police. Also,
0: livestock are pretty important. Yeah. It, especially if it's the entire, like, import export of your, in, in the way you sustain yourself on meatpost, which it is. The island is shaped like a lamb chop sometimes. <laughs> Continuity. But whatever.
3: You read at least two of my reviews in their entirety. I can tell from your comments that you kind of gave them short shrift. Read far enough into any review and you'll get some actual analysis. Um, my humor wheelhouse is exploiting the tension in my own mind and what you see sometimes in the show, that constant vacillation between lowbrow humor and an academic approach. No. To say it a different way, perfect strangers is good enough and bad enough to deserve both.
0: Hold on. That, that line, I like that line there. Perfect strangers is good enough and bad enough to deserve both. I agree. That's fine. We'll continue.
1: So far, like, I don't have an issue with what he's saying. Sure. I don't know. No. <laughs> You're visibly getting worked up, like, as this goes no, on. No, I
0: think he's great, man. Are you ready? Yeah. What is my relationship
3: with the PS I Love You group? I am the cousin from another country who they don't understand, but whom they put up with anyway. What is the Better Bronson Sincho fan group for? Ship Uh To the best of my knowledge the members of TBB have familiarity and affection towards perfect strangers or is it just something to have fun making fun of I completely reject this false dichotomy
0: he that's that he ends it right there he doesn't answer that at all he doesn't go into that at all mm-hmm. that's fine you to? Wanted-
3: okay does the popularity of the group have anything to do with perfect strangers being a story element
0: on the he, oh
1: he was God. he was I don't the he draws
0: <laughs> he, he dropped this he dropped his beef and cheddar or something. He said he said leftovers. He said leftovers because he, he'll, he'll go. Oh, by the
1: way, the little bit of the Byron's, uh, Byron cast mm-hmm. that I listened to, they did talk about leftovers. Yes. So you were right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, you and Byron are the only people that have heard of that show.
0: Yes. Uh, Byron, uh, Casey was on the Byro pod on a TV something, TV Dare or something like that mm-hmm. episode where they're talking about perfect strangers. and, and TV and Dare would be a good 80s game show. I agree. Uh, where they're talking about Casey's great blog. And, um, and it's pretty interesting. I, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, so that's, that's one good strike for I you. I had you had a Fire problem pod. with that. I, I, I like beefs. Okay, let's go.
3: Yes and no. Here's the yes part. Bronson Pinchot has had numerous roles in television and film since Perfect Strangers. Mark Baker has pretty much stuck to working and you know, acting and directing in the theater over the years. So consider this: It was Marksville on the leftovers. Notes?
0: Yeah, he's ready. He's reading his notes in this. Uh, I mean, why? Yeah, of course. He's that, that makes sense. I would have done the same thing. So he's the Sean
1: of that group. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah,
0: well, all right.
1: Just a bunch of insane. It got ri- articles written about. I think Baker and Pincho
3: jumped on their opportunity for a reunion at the Chiller Theater because it coincided somewhat with the leftovers why series finale. That? At the very least, the organizer at uh, the Chiller Theater saw the opportunity. Anyway,
0: the Chiller Theater—that's the uh, the uh, kind of a for some reason they Bronson Pinchot and Marklin Baker showed up because of popularity of leftovers.
1: And I'm at the only one that does not understand before.
0: it because they had an opening and they were like, "Oh, you're from
1: TV? Okay, come on in." Perfect Strangers—that was a scary movie. <laughs> when a when a Perfect Stranger calls. <laughs> All right, let's continue. This is
0: a the we, Perfect we Strangers. Ha- we're
1: halfway through. Featuring Love Tyler. We're halfway through this. Okay.
0: Oof. The she PS I Love Maybe. You group
3: and the Marklin Baker fan club already existed well before any of that. But the original Bronson Pinchot fan club that, uh, that both Phil and I have been kicked out of now only started after both of those things.
1: He get into the criminal so stuff? here's
3: the no part of my answer. God damn it! I'm a librarian. And when I went to library school, we studied information theory. Uh, there's the idea of information gatekeepers, people who get information from other places and bring it back to their own community to improve things there, in most cases. Like, say, Snopes.com is an information gatekeeper. Or maybe the kid in elementary school who found out how sex works from, you know, family member or television or whatever. Whoa. Wow. I've been doing the Perfect Strangers Reviewed blog since August of 2016, Phil and I both joined the PSI Love You group and the Mark Lindbaker fan club sometime after that.
1: Do they already know Those each other fans, at this point? I think so. Okay.
3: They have, a let's just say, a different approach to being fans that I'm used to seeing.
1: Insanity. Um, yes, maybe. They're the, I kind they're of want to places. say it
3: lends itself well to being made fun of, but then that's mm. kind of victim-blaming. Yes, it is. Um, you. <laughs> Phil was always the bigger shit poster, but I joined in somewhat too. And I can get to, you know, older generations, probably don't get posting the way kids like me do. I'm 32. Hardly can. Um, Phil created than I am. the Better Bronson Finch fame fan group for posting, and I joined in in my own way. So, yes, The Leftovers likely is a part of it, but the BBTFG wouldn't exist at all if I hadn't been reviewing Perfect Strangers and been friends with Phil. Uh, and Phil and I are going to chiller. I figured I might never get another chance to meet the actors I write about every week. So I felt I pretty much had to. I was glad to meet them. I was glad to meet Mark. And I gave them my, both my blog address and told them I'd love to interview them at some point. I'll never hear from them. They'll never talk
1: to me, I'm pretty sure. Um, I feel like Mark Lynn Baker was, doesn't have a strong internet connection. <laughs> you
0: leave Mark Lynn Baker alone. <laughs> you leave him alone. This isn't about, this isn't what this
1: is. This isn't what this is. <laughs> You know, like, when you turn on an old computer and it has that, like, <laughs> crank kind of sound? Like, yeah. that's Marklin Baker's computer, I feel like. <sighs> Can we continue, please? Yeah.
3: The question, was it a goof? The hundreds of dollars I spent in airfare and, and a hotel room.
0: Say no.
1: Um, oh,
0: but listen to how he said that. Leonard, did I say no.
1: I don't know. he just I've never flown. so well, he just sounds it's impressive to me.
0: He sounds a little smug and defensive. I don't know. All right.
3: Um, you had also asked a question about my um you had also asked a question about my running joke about the cousins uh, Larry Appleton and Do. Barttokermos being gay. Um, you say that you're guessing it's an absurdity absurdity type of humor because it's so lazy and stupid. So my response to that is well, they are gay, for one, but besides that, let's talk about my approach to humor to humor. Uh, here we go. I mentioned before the highbrow and lowbrow tension. But callbacks and interconnections are crucial to certain types of humor. It's it's definitely what I tend to to do you know where I tend to stay.
1: We never do that um, moon beams. Callbacks and
3: interconnections are also crucial to any sort of analysis. I like to amass tiny pieces of observations, tiny jokes, and then I let the jokes talk to each other and talk to the show and show to them. It can be a cat-and-mouse game sometimes, as the show occasionally makes fledgling attempts at self-reflection and subversion of its own tropes, which is good because this keeps me on my toes as a writer. Early in Season 3, Balky fakes a malapropism just to fool Larry. Or he fakes misunderstanding something because of, you
1: know a hundred bands called subversion yeah. <laughs> because they thought it would be like cool and political. It is. Uh-huh. All right.
3: Full well, meaning of a word. But this meant that I could no longer make the joke that that's what he was doing, that he was just faking this stuff, you know, just to fool Larry. Another thing about running jokes is you can't simply do the same joke over and over again.
1: Getting For wrong. instance,
3: even Archer finally started subverting its phrasing joke. I don't know that show. I don't know what he's talking about. I've committed to The Cousins Are Gay as a joke. It's part of the fabric of the blog. So at this point, it's a matter of how can I make the joke this time? Can I do it better? Can I do it smarter? How can I surprise myself? How can I surprise the readers? Sometimes I don't have to work very hard. I can just point to an actual line of dialogue and say, well, that's my done work Work done for the week. Perfect Strangers itself doesn't care much for continuity, but I'd venture to say that it would be impossible for me to review it and ignore the continuity of my own experience of perfect strangers. The show and all that, all that I've read about it and written about it so far is the context in which
1: I understand. Uh, this is so fucking boring. Hold on, hold on, no, 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 like, no, no, no hold I don't care. Hold on. He, he seems, to wait. he seems like a nice guy. No, hold on. I think you're way more in the wrong. But this is so fucking boring. I know. Hold on. There's a, there's the final thing he says. He's overestimating how serious this podcast is.
0: The last thing he says mm-hmm. is, "What is the best? Listen, listen to the way he says it."
3: I have a relationship with the show and haha, y'all are gay it's something I tease perfect strangers with and just like any good improv comedian the show throws me leads to pick up on and run with at this point I'm anthropomorphizing and romanticizing at this point but I think you get it now tell me how lazy and stupid I am
0: that's how he ends it he thinks that now tell me how lazy and stupid I am after I fucking barfed a bunch of smart talk at you is his fucking nerd mic drop are you out of your mind Casey I wanted so bad to have a relationship with Casey like I do Philip mm-hmm. where it's like Philip Philip came to me and was completely warm friendly said it was funny he got it you know what I mean like he wasn't he, he knew that I was like just you know overly you know being a whatever crazy
1: man for the yeah but how often do you get to use the word dichotomy
0: <laughs> but like and it's it's fine and and Philip is a smart dude. His alpha reviews are very well written. They're very funny. I get what he's doing. He doesn't have this like vibe that but Casey does. And you. Well, and me. And maybe Casey and I are a lot alike. Maybe that's okay. why I'm having such an issue with him. But his blogs are 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 kind of nasty and mean. I don't believe he actually likes the show. Mm-hmm. I think he likes doing what he's doing, which is just biting off a, a ripoff of a rip-off of someone's blog he's doing, and somehow like being proud of that like uh i get it hmm. like nothing's a fucking original whatever it's just uh, that vibe that have there been
1: other podcasts
0: no i'm not sure i thought this was cutting uh, <laughs> edge <laughs> it just it, it puts such a bad taste in my mouth i appreciate casey i appreciate you doing that i appreciate you calling in or and, and doing this i now understand all of it now it's it's I think- here's the thing No, here's the thing There's this, the the Michael Showalter fucking intellectual fucking math equation approach to comedy drives me bananas. You don't like
1: Michael Showalter?
0: He's funny, but hearing him talk? Michael Showalter is an American treasure. He's no David Wayne. I don't like Michael Ian Black either, for the the record. Michael Ian Black's my least favorite out of those three. Sure. All I'm saying is, I don't like that approach to comedy. I feel like, and that that honestly is a reason that I don't happen to find... Your blog very funny, Casey. I don't, I don't. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I think Philip's blog is funnier. You guys should fight. Um, <laughs> no, but it's just that kind of humor. Yeah. There's this thing about these blogs in general. And again, again, the Alf one, what a delight. But I didn't read the full. I didn't go to the Full House one because I don't care about people's hot takes on fucking Full House. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested. But I think people maybe that's the joke that they're expecting more to come from these fucking shows that they were never. When the people were making Full House and Perfect Strangers and all that, there was never a plan for like, oh, there's going to be a big old Blu-ray release of this and everyone's really going to love it. Everyone's going to love it and have it forever.
1: Well, actually, I think they were kind of building the first Marvel universe.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I, um, I don't understand.
1: Uh, well, they were like starting to connect them with Arkel.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, well, they're yeah, they're all connected. And it's funny you mentioned Marvel e- comic books. So. Read it, read X-Men at any point and you're going to find giant swaths of it that are unreadable. Same thing with Superman and Batsman and and Spiderman and all these people, all this fucking shit. It's like, what do you fucking expect? There are sections and parts of it that are like, oh, that's a good run of Spider-Man. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah you can you can look at the same way with with these tv shows yeah you're going to have some some incontinuity and some and some easy like lame jokes here and there because they probably weren't getting paid a, a ton and it's like what's the legacy here oh you know a silly show for sort of kids you know what i mean yeah. and again i guess that's part of the joke i guess the part of the joke is kind of like you were saying having such an analytical
1: mind and going through every well, fucking think, thing i think uh uh, sitcoms, especially in the '80s, in the early '90s, are a whole different animal from like '70s sitcoms. Yes. In '70s, there were close-ups all the time,
0: and they really took it seriously, like All in the Family. But like, yeah, you're right. They were kind of, uh, they were kind of expendable. They were kind of like cheap, which yeah. I, I, that's why I like it. It's like that's why I like Hanna Barbera. I like recycled bullshit. I like the fact that it is rough and, and it is messy and it is. They 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 undermine the intelligence of the audience. I love all of that, so I don't have a shitty thing to say about Family Matters or Perfect Strangers or Full House. Uh, step by step, we have to talk about that one. But it's just like I don't understand. I don't. Where is the mirth and where is the the the, the nugget of joy in your heart, Sir Casey, and all you people? Like there's some true goodness with this stuff. There's some true. Here, I challenge you, Casey, to write a blog. About this perfect strangers, where you were doing it without any kind of veneer of a sassy brass little banana brain, and and actually is that what people say? Mm-hmm. Uh, go into it and actually like g- take yourself back to the kid you you claimed you were, where you did enjoy the show and you were performing in front of your creep family with your little balky lines, and 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 write from that point of view. Write it as if you're a real person watching the show that that loves this show on some level, instead of just trying to. Tear it down, and again, it's funny to make fun of shows. I would never do it. I would never review a show and then and then tear it down. We
1: we're far too busy with our podcast, yes. uh, encouraging blog growth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. We're bringing it back, everybody. Pretty soon, handbills are going
0: to come back in fashion, and we're going to be on the on the top of that heap. So I no, don't know. Hold on, I just got some Kirk Cameron news on the ticker tape. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it just gets so I, I don't know. It just I get frustrated. With every word, you're screaming, everybody, look how smart I am. Can you believe how smart? Trying to explain to me what jokes are and then being like, so clearly I'm not being a lazy, stupid weirdo for fucking like, you know, just continuing on and harping on the gay thing. There's funnier jokes to harp on. There's funnier jokes to to call back to. Mm -hmm. Like, as far as I'm concerned, those kind of jokes aren't only lazy, but progressively speaking, it's kind of fucked up to do, especially in this current climate that we're in. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure I don't like, understand why you hate gays, Casey.
1: Gay rights have definitely been stalled due to Casey. Well,
0: I don't know. I've read some I've read some uh, reports. Um I haven't. No, I'm sure it's fine. Again, I'm just for the record. Yeah.
1: I'm uh definitely pro trans rights. Transylvania rights. <laughs> Me and, ex- and transsexuals too. But. Yeah. No, me too. Unlike
0: this Casey, who clearly <laughs> hates the gays um, and, and anything in LGBT. So I don't know. I'm not saying he does. I'm, I'm joking about that. Obviously. You just hate
1: him helping sick people back to, to the original point. No,
0: I, I just have a problem with the tone. The tone is nasty. The tone is bad. Our tone is
1: terrible. Huh? Our tone is usually Our terrible. Our tone is so fun. We hate everything. It's cute. You were so mean about Will Sasso.
0: It's fun. We're fun. We're funny. You're a mean little Sasso. You can hear my smile when I talk. <laughs> we're good. Um, I don't know. I, again, I'm not trying to keep this beef going. I'm just. I officially you know.
1: announced this beef over.
0: Well, we'll see. If I'm if I'm still allowed to be in the Better Bronson Pinchot uh, fan club after after this, where I attack its one of its co founders. In a real way. I don't think you're, I don't think you're, you're not, you're not a nice man, Casey. I'm glad you're safe, though. I'm glad you got out of there before the hurricane got you. Because, you know, you would have said, you know, you would have said, oh, don't worry, everybody. I know what to do. First, we got to gather all the books. Because you love your fucking books, don't you, nerd? That's so mean. (laughs) Why'd I yell?
1: I don't know. I mean, you probably don't mean it. You know, I love books.
0: Yeah, books are fine. We get
1: it. But I officially announce this beef over. Okay. I award Philip with a silver medal. silver? You and Casey both receive a bronze. Okay. And I get the gold. Oh, shit. Well,
0: there you have it. <laughs> Trophy master Danny Fastpaw is giving that, out the goods. On
1: that gold medal. Yeah. There's a face of a goblin.
0: Because I'm getting dark. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess, you know, I, ultimately, I think I have kind of grown from this experience. I think I've learned something, at least. Um, yeah. See, so, you know, okay, the other night, Julie asked me a question. She said, and I'm paraphrasing here. She said, what do you still want from these guys? I'm referring to the better Bronson Pinchot fan club people, you know. And you know, I, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I mean, at this point, I have all my answers. I get it. You know, my, my beefs are squashed. Uh, the better Bronze and Pinchot fan club aren't monsters here to threaten my identity the the identity that for some reason I've wrapped up in some silly TV show from the fucking 80s. you know, they're they're people. they're they're jokers, artists, sweethearts, intellectuals, people that like a good dick joke. <laughs> people that... Aren't afraid to set back the LGBT movement just so long as they get a laugh from some other pseudo intellectual wieners on the internet. And honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. So, what do I still want from the better Bronson Pinchot fan club? Well, I think I already have it friendship. Good night out there. God bless. I want their bone
1: marrow. <laughs>